and Microsoft Flight Simulator way back. I had that thing when I was a little kid and I was yes. fascinated with it. But back then, yes. it was nothing like it is today. We're talking like rudimentary lines drawn on the screen with, you know, a city would be just a dot or something. I think yes. the most advanced city they had was Chicago and all that was was some triangles and, and <laughs> rectangles sticking up in the sky, you know? Totally, totally. Hi, welcome to the Pro Pilot Playbook. I'm Mike Martin. And I'm Sean Ritchie. Yeah, we've got a great episode for you today. We uh, get a lot of emails on this topic, and the one we just got recently, you know, kind of triggered us like, yeah, we need to cover this. So, so the email, I'll go ahead and get right into it, is uh, from Tuan Lee, and it, the title is, Playing Simulator Games Help? Question mark. So uh, here's the email. Love your podcast, Mike and Sean. I am an aspiring pilot and would like to know if playing simulator games would help me prepare for my pilot license. One of my friends offered to take me on an exploratory flight. If you guys play the game, please let listeners know which ones would be best. I'm experimenting with X-Plane and Microsoft Flight Sim. By the way, I'm a nuclear pharmacist by trade but would like to explore aviation for fun and uh, convenience of travel. Not looking to be an ATP. Thanks a lot. All so right. What a great, yeah, what a great uh, email. And and we get a bunch of these. Um, so it was definitely time to address this. Um, I know a lot of you guys are playing flight simulators and we really wanted to see, you know, how we can help you out in this manner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me myself, Mike, I don't know about you, but from the time I was, uh, my father, you know, I'm I'm mid 40s. My father was fascinated with, you know, the computers and stuff coming out in the 80s. And we right. had we had some of those first computers that were out there and Microsoft Flight Simulator way back. I had that thing when I was a little kid and I was yes. fascinated with it. But back then, yes. it was nothing like it is today. We're talking like rudimentary lines drawn on the screen with, you know, a city would be just a dot or something. I think yes. the most advanced city they had was Chicago and all that was was some triangles and, and rectangles sticking up in the sky, you know. Totally. Totally. I can remember buying one that they came out with a competitor and it flopped, but uh uh I forget what I it was called Fly or something. This is like you know in the 90s like you're saying. And it came with like eight CD-ROMs and you, uh, yeah. you load it off the plane you know, or load it on the computer and then uh, it would run really glitchy. I mean, you, you'd be shooting an approach that would lock up and all. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But nowadays, it's it's a completely different animal. Yes. Um, you know, my kids are 14 and 12, and we got them that latest flight simulator thing. Well, we got it because I wanted it just as bad as them because uh, this thing is amazing. It's the most realistic thing I've seen uh, on, you know, flying-wise on a home computer. And uh, that's just Microsoft's version. There's some other stuff out there too, but we got them the yoke right. and the throttle quadrant. They got rudder pedals, um, but yeah, let's dive into this a little bit. Is this actually right. going to help you? It, you know, an aspiring pilot. And uh, and I like this guy too. Uh, this guy's question. You know, he's uh, this is a good point. This is a guy just wanting to get his pilot's license to go up and enjoy flying, take his kids for an airplane ride or his neighbor for an airplane ride. You know, this uh this could 
this is great that there's yeah kind of folks listening to us. I, I started, I guess I was going down the, the path of thinking that our only listeners are, are folks trying to become professionals. So it's, uh, yeah, no, this is great. Yeah. 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 Quite a following. Right. Right. So, you know, there's, there's uh, us as professional pilots, we fly simulators all the time uh, for all our training. And, you know, these are the, the really uh, high end, you know, flight training simulators uh, that we go in what they call level D flight training simulators that, that have full motion and uh, uh, they're incredible. And, and these things, these full flight, full, full flight simulators are all, you know, totally rigorously looked at by the FAA. Everything has to work every single system. It has a real cockpit in them. They cost millions and millions of dollars, you know, they, a whole team of technicians uh, to make sure the hydraulics are right on them and everything. And the reason they do that is they're so realistic that you can actually get ratings in those uh, that not ever even fly the actual airplane. Right. And it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. You can learn to fly a jet in one of these things and then just go out on your own and fly the real airplane. Fine. Yeah, I mean, in many you know, cases, it, the simulator cost several times what, the airplane costs, you know, yes. some, some of these business jets you can pick up for $2 million, you know, that, that simulator, uh, you know, like flight safety probably has 20 million invested in that simulator or something. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right down to every teeny tiny little switch or panel in the airplane has to be exactly correct. And, uh, even the seats, you know, the way the seatbelts are, I mean, it has to be a real airplane uh, for the most part. And I've said for years, if, Maybe not in the day, and I think I've said this on the show before, but maybe not in day mode, um, because that's when the graphics and the screens start looking, showing their weak points. But at night mode, when everything's oh, dark and you got the lights and even the glow from the lights, if there's a little fog they put in, I, I, I've i always said if I blindfolded someone, stuck them right, in the simulator in night mode and right. sat them in there and told them they're going for an airplane ride, I I would probably be able to trick them for for a good oh, amount yeah. of time that they're not actually in an airplane because those hydraulics you know use my phone for an example they're on this like tripod of uh actuator arms that come down so when you push your thrust levers forward to simulate acceleration it actually tilts the whole thing up on its nose so you're back in yes. your seat feeling acceleration and uh you know, when you turn, it rolls and you get a little bit of a roll sensation. And and that combined with the visuals really tricks your brain into thinking you're in a actual machine flying through the air. It's, it's an amazing yeah. technology. It, it's unbelievable. I remember this is years ago. I was in uh, your Learjet initial training in uh, Tucson at Flight Safety. And, uh, you know, it's in the summer. So it's like 117 in the shade there, you know. So I go to my lesson, it's in the afternoon, and I'm dressed like I got the coolest possible clothing on because it's like an oven, you know. You can't even touch the steering wheel in your car, shorts on, all that. Right. And uh, I, know we, I going get into this. the simulator, <laughs> and it's night, and we're doing cold weather operations, you know. So we're in the mountains, and the snow's blowing, and, you know, uh, the runway's all iced over. And I, I – because my mind, you know, you're there in your mind. I am – freaking freezing because i'm like not dressed for it in my mind <laughs> you know but yeah i mean you get really into it i mean some of that those emergencies they put you into you actually feel like you're 
in a real emergency. You know, you get so wrapped up in it, but they're, they're amazing, amazing machines. Yeah. Right. So that's what we go and do or any professional pilot that's flying one, a jet does every uh, six months to one year, depending on whether you're flying part 91 or, you know, 121 airlines, 135 charter. But, uh, Let's talk about uh, whether this actually correlates in something you could do at home that would mean anything. Um, yes. So uh, actually, Mike, you were going to talk about uh, there are some things below of what we do. Uh, yeah, in that, yeah. In that level D full motion simulator, your local right. flight school may have some of these things. Yeah, so so um, you know the full motion flight simulators level D is most commonly that's pretty much what everybody uses and trains in FA wise for recurrent insurance purposes and all that stuff. Um, but there's A, B, C, and D. I do believe I do know of one level C full flight simulator. Um, it's in uh, it's I think the oldest business jet simulator uh, or one of the first. It's in CAE uh, uh, in Dallas. It's a Lear thirty five simulator. Um, and it, it's it's one of the it's a it's still level C and they still use that for type ratings and everything. It's actually there's a big restaurant in there and they have it glassed in where everybody right. can see, you know, but it's pretty cool. Uh, Sean I and I. The only difference, um, if I remember right, the only difference between the level C and level D is the level C can only do nighttime. Like I was just saying, the night stuff is oh, a little more realistic yeah. anyway. I yep. think level D is approved for uh, daytime stuff. Gotcha, I, gotcha. I just remember that because, you know, D for day, but that's not really why they. <laughs> right, 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 right. So the, the step below that that you're going to find at a lot of your local flight schools and stuff are called FTDs, flight training devices. And these are super useful. This is not Microsoft Simulator. These are uh, devices with throttles and, and all types of things. Uh, all the instruments work. Some of them have hard cockpits. Um and these are extremely effective for training, particularly instrument training, because you can get in those things and you can, you know, watch how the needles work and, and, and you know, they can change the weather and the wind. There's no motion or anything associated with them, but the, just very good on the fundamentals, getting your scan together on the instruments, all those things. There are some restrictions, but I do think you can log some of that flight time. Yeah, I believe um, it's 10, the- 10 to, it may be more than 10 hours, but. I interrupted you there, Mike, but the, yeah, beauty, no problem. The beauty of that is because these things are way cheaper. You know, I think Mike, when you and I were coming up, they had the Frasca, which was yep, the Frasca. It was almost basically a mechanical device of, uh, you know, it's yeah. like the cockpit of a Cessna or something and it had a yoke on it. But like you just said, you could get your instrument scanned down. You could practice doing some constant rate turns and maintain right. flight. All that stuff can go in your logbook, and that thing was probably, I don't know, back when we were doing it, it was probably less than $20 an hour. It was probably, you know, just as much for the instructor as it was for that FTD. Yes. Um, uh, now they got some better stuff than that. Yeah, but yeah. That, that was way cheaper s- than the actual airplane. Yeah, and how those are used typically at flight schools is, um, you know, unless you're in Florida, most northern areas, you know, when it's cloudy out in the winter and it gets below freezing, none of these planes have uh, de-ice in them, you know, your Cessnas and Pipers and all that that you're doing your training in. So um, you're grounded. So you still come in for your scheduled lesson. And instead of flying the actual airplane, then you'll jump in the FTD. And, and you know, it. when you combine that with with real flight training, it's, it's very effective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then 
Yeah, yeah. But most of the viewers here are going to be concerned with these home simulator products, and they are just super realistic. They Everything works on them. You can fly real trips on them. You know, you can move your mouth around and play with all the instruments and stuff, and it, it, extremely helpful, wouldn't you say, Sean? Absolutely. It, it's it's beyond that, actually. Um, you know, like this newest flight simulator, and they're talking about putting together another one. I was reading an article. Um, but this thing, it's it comes with a packet of a whole bunch of airplanes, you know, stuff that you would be flying in your flight training, um, like mm -hmm. a Cessna. Or you could throw up a 747, you know, load a 747 up into it and play around with that. Um, there's real weather. You could actually, you know, uh, look at your weather for the day at the airport you fly out of. And right. uh, if it's a crappy day outside and you could you could tell it to go to real weather in the flight in the flight sim and, uh, you know, see what it would be like flying in the weather that you're looking out the window and seeing. Um, right. There's a plethora of uh, yokes with, you know, thr and throttle quadrants, rudder pedals. And it's it's like golf almost. Almost you can. <laughs> You can buy something cheap that's going to work just fine in that yoke and, you know, throttle world, or you can buy something that's totally outrageous, you know, uh, with the price tag. Um, uh, we have the, I think it's the Logitech or something is the one I bought me and my boys. Okay. And it, it's mm -hmm. mine. And it's got, you know, it's got pre-saved buttons. Um, you know, you can program to do stuff. And, and a lot of the profiles for these yokes and stuff are already built in to the flight simulator. So, right. You know, this button's already programmed to be landing gear or whatever, that kind of thing. Right. But, uh, by and large, the answer to the question, uh, is this going to help you with flight training? Yes, it is. Is totally, is this anything that's gonna, that you can put in your logbook, you know, towards your certificates and ratings? No, not on your home computer, but I, I, go ahead. I would say it's definitely going to save you money too, because absolutely, uh, it, it's going to help you prepare anything you can do at home that can help you prepare for your lesson with your instructor to bang through it. Uh, it's going to save you money, you know, and time is money in these uh, uh, flight lessons. And the quick, the faster learner you are, the less you're going to spend. Right. Just the cockpit is set up, you know, just like it, all the switches work right down to putting in a radio frequency. Um, the flight simulator, Microsoft flight simulator, you know, you could even keep your cost down. I think on that uh, Xbox Live or whatever they call it, you can get a yes. monthly a monthly subscription to the game instead of dropping the full amount of dough on the game. Um, right. You could go that route, but there's a um, a virtual flight instructor mode in this thing, so it will teach you some stuff. Um, I haven't dove into that a hundred percent, but I saw it in there and, you know, clicked on it or whatever. There are some lessons in there. There is, but just, just doing anything. I mean, sitting down after you get a couple lessons in and, uh, you know, if you have a checklist from the Cessna 172, you're flying, sit there right. and do your, do your run-up items on the, on the flight safe, on the flight sim, you know, going through your checklist. Um, there's, there's that, uh, anything, as far as the forces of how the airplane works and that kind of stuff, it's super realistic. 
it, it, you're just not going to feel any of it <laughs> like you're right. in a yeah. motion simulator. Um, uh, like I mentioned the real weather stuff. That's, that's a big thing. You know, you could see what that actually looks like in real life. You know, while you're working on your private, you could be up there trying to shoot an instrument approach or something on your computer at home. So that's kind of neat. Um, for those of you that, uh, already have for flight, which is an app that is kind of taken over the aviation world here, especially greatest uh, thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. But anything outside the airlines, basically, um, any professional pilot, uh, recreational or, you know, whatever amateur pilot. And even most student pilots are walking around with for flight on their phone and probably an iPad too. Um, this is, I know Mike and I, I use it my day-to-day at work i'm in four flight a dozen times a day i file oh yeah and then the phone app and yeah Yeah, i file my flight plans through it i'm looking at my weather i'm contacting an fbo i'm i can you know you can see fuel prices where you're going but anyway there's a moving map in this program that you know you can overlay the weather and whatever but this thing is able to be connected to the flight simulator and so if you're sitting at home, you want to practice that cross country you're going to do. And you could even put winds in there of, uh, you know, whatever real live winds, or you can create some more extra winds to try to throw you off course. Uh, but you know, that's how crazy you can get with it, but you can also have four flight hooked into this thing. So you can see your airplane moving on your iPad, just like you would, if you were sitting in the actual cock cockpit, it's, it's some really neat stuff they got going on. Wow. Wow. I heard uh, Four Flight now, like some of the Garmin avionics, it'll sync with that also. Too. Uh, have you heard that, Sean? Uh, sync with the Four Flight? In the, no, in the actual airplane, the Four Flight will you know, sync with your avionics, just like you're talking with the flight simulator. I, I have heard that's coming out now. Yeah, gotcha. some. I think the G1000 or something, it'll do that. Maybe. But, but yeah, I wanted to uh, bring up to, I mean, the channel is the, the only – thing to say here is the channel is exploding really in viewers and we really appreciate that it's just growing exponentially the comments and everything coming in we're really having a lot of fun with this and you guys are our encouragement and we'd like to do something a little different with this podcast um, because Sean and I aren't really experts on this issue but you know now we're we're getting tens of thousands of views on on our videos Uh, if you guys haven't seen our uh, Latest one we dropped last week when we interviewed the, the the pilot that skipped a CFI. It's just a fantastic video. There was another one before that with a, a, a homeless lady that we interviewed that became an AMP mechanic. Incredible. Go back and check those out. But on this video, um, we'd like to ask you guys, because I know that most of the people watching this probably have more experience with flight simulators than we do, home flight simulators. And a, a lot of questions we get are, what is best? What is best to do? So if you guys could interact with us in the comments below on youtube um if you're watching this on another platform um maybe just look us up on youtube and then uh write into the comments suggestions and then we can all go down there and read them and you know uh, sean and i'll review them and we'll, we'll collect that and maybe we'll do an update on this but what you guys think the best way to use this for training is what simulators you've tried what equipment for simulators would work i think that'll be really fun to help get everybody involved yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could even get as detailed as system requirements to make this work or that work. I've noticed, you know, that is something about all this. Um, 
I'm I'm not running a uh, little computer <laughs> here in <laughs> in my house. I I've been building my own computers for a while, and uh, this latest machine I have I built to to render out. And we Mike and I did that profile playbook program on our own. We shot everything. I edited it and rendered it and whatever. That's all our baby, hundred percent. And I had built this last machine um, to do all that high definition video as quickly as mm -hmm. possible and make it look good and whatever. So this is no small machine. And that Microsoft flight simulator, it has the ability to crank the graphics up so high on it that uh, <laughs> my madman of a machine here starts hiccuping a little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the real deal. So that's something like if you guys want to get into system requirements or what yokes the best, or, you know, we're, we keep on mentioning Microsoft flight simulator, but there's also X plane, um, which I do not know a whole lot about except for that it exists. And then there it's the direct competitor of fl Microsoft flight simulator. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, People could comment on that and, and yeah. let, you know, I'm sure that there's, that's going to be a big argument over our viewers of which one's actually better. Sure. Yeah. And, and I hear some, I, uh, my sons tell me uh, Microsoft flight simulator is available on Xbox now. So yes. I don't know how well it interacts with the joystick and all of that stuff, but well, uh, that's yeah. one of the tips. Yeah. If, if there was any tips I could give you to make this thing work better, get the yoke, get the, get as much stuff like that as you can to make it realistic. The throttle quadrant and the yoke for sure. The pedals might be an extra expense you don't need, but mm -hmm. um, definitely a yoke and a throttle quadrant. So the muscle memory is starting to get in there. If you're playing this thing with a, you know, a standard game controller and a keyboard, you're not going to get the most out of it. I mean, right. It's still going to be neat because you get to watch the airplane work the way it's supposed to, but you're not gaining that muscle memory and, you know, of, of flying an airplane. Um, and uh, use the checklist, you know, try to try to make it realistic as much as possible um yeah but uh right well i i got a, a question for you sean i was just thinking yeah. um i'm wondering you know are you even actually a real pilot because you're always at home every time yeah. we do this uh, it's like i'm the only one that works around here yeah. what, what, what's going on there are yeah, you retired well, actually, have you retired yeah, your internet not thing yet. is got you to retire I'm trying. I, I i just <laughs> flew yesterday i had to go uh i uh Picked an airplane up from Lexington, went up to Belmar, New Jersey, took oh, some people okay. down to Florida, uh, Vero Beach, Florida, and uh, and then took that airplane back to Lexington. But um, yeah, I can see that's a good question because this didn't get brought up. I'm looking at uh, is your office being remodeled? Is this your living room? Oh, that's a computer. That's a computer generated back oh, backdrop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you, uh, at? No, Where are you at now? Where are you at now? Uh, I'll be actually, I'm, on, I'm actually uh, uh, doing a little vacation, actually, but uh, uh, I'm the only one here right now because I came off a business trip and I'm in Nantucket, actually. It's an island. I'm sure most of the viewers know where that yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a high-end island. So we want to do a family vacation and, uh, you know, one of the benefits of the job is you get to check all these places out ahead of time and you know, my family's been a lot of cool places. Uh, so we wanted to do something a little different. And I don't like going to Europe. It's just too much of a hassle or whatever. So we're doing kind of a northeastern trip. So, uh, yeah, I got this Airbnb in Nantucket. And I came from a different location. So I 
made it here last night, but the, the, my family did not. So, uh, uh, we're, you know, the problem with this area, they, 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 I mean, if you're looking for IFR conditions, this is like, they have incredible low ceilings here, uh, especially, you know, this time of year in the, in the, in the mornings, you know, you get 500 foot RVR until the sun comes out and starts burning everything off, but it just screws everything up. None of the airlines can land all the business jets, all this stuff. So yeah, my, uh, and then, so my family was delayed in LaGuardia. Actually, they were supposed to go through Kennedy, then over to Nantucket. Then they changed it to LaGuardia. They were at LaGuardia. Uh, then a line of thunderstorms came through and it was just a complete madhouse. And then, they ended up switching their flight to Kennedy this afternoon because you can't come over in the morning. The weather's too bad. So that, you know, they're traveling now uh, to hopefully get here around noon. So, so I'm here. Oh, and we're gonna, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, usually, I mean, they took a very reliable uh, airline, uh, a blue and red one based in Atlanta, Georgia. We won't name any names, but uh, <laughs> they, they failed us. They did fail us miserably on this. And of course, yeah. Because it's uh, weather related, they they didn't provide any hotels oh. for them. So yep. everything was because of these thunderstorms. Every hotel was sold out. I mean, it, Manhattan. You anything by the airport was done. You had to go, in, you know, stay in Manhattan, and uh, you know it's very very expensive. But right. but you know, you don't it's want just... to spend too much time in that LaGuardia airport. You could get pooped on by a bird flying <laughs> around in there. <laughs> like garbage yeah yeah yes. no i uh, yeah yeah my family's learning that yeah they're not real <laughs> fond of it right now <laughs> that's for sure but yeah we're gonna head to boston after that but uh uh you know we're, we're always trying to keep these podcasts up and and uh this was a good time sean was available to work one in uh so that we can keep consistently uploading you guys content so you know, keep the uh, keep the questions coming. We love the questions. If you guys could interact and like and subscribe for us on this video, and let us know, you know what you're what you're thinking on the simulators. And um, yeah, we, absolutely, we, we, I like that idea. Have like a whole discussion going on in the comments of YouTube. But I just thought of something else that I wanted. to Oh yeah, before. sure. And I don't know if X Plane does this. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, my boys and I just discovered this a few months ago that Microsoft Flight Simulator, they both have, are you familiar with the Oculus, Mike? This virtual reality? Oh, is that the, yeah, goggles, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the one, the self-contained one, though, that it kind of has a processor in it. You can download games and whatever into the Oculus. But it has a standard USB jack on the side of it, and you can plug it into your, with with no extra anything, basically. I think you have to put the Oculus app on your machine on your PC. I don't know if this works with the Xbox version, but you can have, you can play Microsoft flight simulator in a virtual reality. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is amazing. And we just started messing around with this. The only, wow. my, my boys, I should have them on the show. They could probably tell you all about it. I only messed with it for about 15 minutes and I put myself in a seaplane out on the water and, I put the wow. Oculus on and I'm looking around and I'm looking out the side, just moving my head. I'm looking out the side window of the airplane. I can look in the back seat of the airplane. I can look. <laughs> and, and uh, of course, if you have the things in your hands, you know, you reach out and you're touching switches in the cockpit and next level. I mean, just, this is just a something Microsoft and Oculus actually Microsoft owns Oculus. I believe it, I, okay. Maybe okay. no. Oculus is owned by Facebook. That's right. 
Oh, that's the meta thing. Yeah. Meta, yeah. Metaverse. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. Uh, anyhow, this is just like two things they patch together to work. I mean, it really shows you what, what the future has in store. Um, Unbelievable. Cause that's, I mean, that was like the same as, of course, there's no motion, but that made it like you were in a simulator, like we go and fly. I mean, you were with wow. that with that headgear on. That Oculus is pretty realistic anyway, but now it's like you were. I it's like I was sitting in the airplane. It was pretty neat, really neat. Man, you wonder where this is going. You know, Apple uh, re- released those new vision goggles, and uh, I was watching. They're like five grand or something. I was. It, but they're going to get cheaper and better. And really, right. they just said they 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 put them out there so that the developers can start making stuff for them. But man, you watch that keynote; it's incredible it, yeah. I, what they're going to be able to do. In this combined with aviation, I mean, who knows where right. all this is going? Yeah, man. those glasses. I I I'm envisioning a bunch of dummies driving their car with them on and uh, <laughs> trying to check their email and crashing into everybody. But I guess we're moving more into self-driving cars or something yeah we lost your video there sean <laughs> yeah uh, yeah hang on the cool action shot though i got a cool action shot of right flying uh, there there uh, we go yeah i think it was acting like um i don't know anyway but anyway. It, 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 it's not just looking around the cockpit though you know it's got the speakers built into it so when you turn your head and look out the side window the you know the engine noise gets louder in this year than this year i i don't know it it messes with you and you really feel like you're in that cockpit. It's pretty neat. Awesome. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, that, yeah, it's a great episode. I'm glad we got to cover it. Maybe we'll do a continuation of this one. Once you guys comment on there. So if you could just pound the like button and uh, subscribe for us, we really like to keep the momentum going. Check out our website, thepropilotplaybook.com. We're actually doing some updates to that. We're going to have some videos exclusively just on our website. That's all coming up for free that you can view. Maybe by the time you view this, they'll already be posted. But uh, we just really appreciate all the support. And uh, thank you guys for watching. Yeah, thank you. And we will see you guys next week. 